So Jason, welcome. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your day. I know you've had uh, quite the uh, event lately. (laughs) Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate you. Oh, no, I really appreciate it. So how are things down there, sir? Well, um, as good as they can be. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you that may not know you, uh, could you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your channel, your social media presence. Sure. My name is Jason Setzer and our channel is Setzer Pendants. And I say our because uh, at some point I think it will be an hour. Right now it's kind of a me. But um, the idea, Setzer Pendants, right, is uh, our last name, Setzer. And then Independence shrunk to Pendants. So Setzer Setzer Pendants, just a mashup. And so I actually came up with that name in... um, july 2020 uh long before i decided to have a channel so uh my brother and i and uh, our wives um we went to uh we went on a i don't think it was like man there's been so many miles i forget now but i I feel like there's um i don't know like four or five days we went riding no six days we went riding six days anyways while we were out and about and everything i was like you know everybody's celebrating independence day and and you know i was just like you know, our whole family is kind of independent thinking. Um, you know, me and my nephew, we both have businesses. We're entrepreneurs. He's he just turned twenty one, and he is like a thirty year old version of me. You know, oh, in terms cool. of business and stuff. You know, so um, seeing him just run with it is really exciting. But I mean, we're all kind of just independent thinking people. You know, all of us frequently hear, "I never thought about it that way," or. Um, nobody, this is the first time I've ever seen this, or this is the first time I've ever heard of somebody asking this or whatever, you know, and it's like common sense for us, but it's like, you know, so anyways, such dependence. We ride motorcycles. <laughs> I like it. So I'm almost afraid to ask this question. So tell us what you ride. You, what? Tell, tell us what, what you ride. <laughs> right now I ride a 2019 Ram pickup. I ride that thing all over. The- <laughs> it's like the worst statement ever. Okay. Oh man. So oh. on a good oh. day, on a good day, I ride a 2020 road glide limited. Uh, it has the 131 stage four. Um, I've aside from current situation, I've got that pig dialed in just right. And I really like riding it. It's a blast. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple small little tweaks that I'll I'll uh, I'll add just because you're never really done. I guess you know how to find your bike until you get rid of it and start over. Mm-hmm. But um, for the most part, I'm 90 percent there. You know. Okay. Um, so for those of you that don't know, <laughs> we had a uh, well watch I a mean, grown man know, cry, this... folks. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, we had this epic trip planned, and um, uh, in day two of said epic trip uh my bike ended up at superstition harley davidson in arizona mesa arizona apache junction arizona uh with a blown head gasket and um dislodged cat the cat was 12 inches dislodged from where it was mounted inside the inside the head pipe the tech says dude i don't know how you didn't blow this thing out the tailpipe (laughs) I've I've never seen, like I said, I've never seen this before. (laughs) I'm no mechanic, but I know that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, what's funny is I was like, 
I'm not a gearhead. I know more than I lead on, and I play really dumb when it comes to somebody who's charging me for something. So, um, but <laughs> so they take the they take the mufflers off to get to the back tire. I, I went in for a back tire, by the way. So that's another story in itself. But so they they took the the tailpipes off to get to the to the to the back tire. So when they took that pipe off, they're like, "What's that?" <laughs> that's not supposed to be there. <laughs> the damn cat was actually, I got a picture of it. It was actually like they had a, they had a Jimmy, the, the muffler off and around the, the cat. It was, it was kind of funny to hear the guy explain it. And he's like, it's like, he's got it in his hand and he's like, what, what's that? <laughs> oh. So anyways, long story short with that. Um, I went to, um, our trip was planned for our boys and I'll get into that whole trip in a little bit, but so, um, to wrap the, what do you ride question up? Um, uh, I, I, you know, so we're in Arizona. Uh, I said, so give me best case, worst case doc. Tell me what's happening. You know, I got three guys outside. They're waiting on me to, to so we can make a decision. And so he goes, okay, well your the best case scenario is this tomorrow is Monday. Harley is closed today. I got to get with daddy Harley or the motor company. He says, and, um, find out what they're going to do about this. Cause it's all under warranty. You know, it's not, you know, uh, which another subject. Um, so I said, all right, we'll wait. I'm going to wait a day and then, you know, we'll go from there. But best case, worst case, he says, best case is this tomorrow. Whenever they open, we call them, we tell them your pro- what, what the problem is. And they say, oh man, it really sucks. We'll overnight you the parts and you'll be on your way. We, we can put, we will overnight you the parts and you'll get on the road Tuesday. I said, okay, now what are the odds of that happening? Slim to none. <laughs> you are not leaving today. I said, all right, I'll be right back. I went outside and I said, Hey guys, <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> so, um, I actually got, I actually got a phone call about two hours ago. Um, they they got the parts in today actually Good. and um so that's probably going to be uh I, I don't know I, i'm i'm uh, i'm hoping that if, if everything of all the stars are in a line i'm hoping that wednesday of next week if i can get enough work done with my business get my employees lined out and everything's ready to go um i don't want to just go pick it up and come home <laughs> i, I want to go pick it up and i, I want to go finish or at least go explore some of what I had anticipated on doing for 10 days. So if everything goes right Wednesday, I'll pick it up and then I'm going to make my own route to the house over the, over the next, you know, from Wednesday, I try to be home Monday or Tuesday or something. So now is your crew home already at this point? Oh yeah. They got back. Um, let's see what, what's today. Today's Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So they got back Sunday a few days ago. Man, that sucks. But I'll tell you what, it's it's looking a lot better than it was a few days ago. So that's Yeah. Yeah. But you know, so um I was not too terribly beat up about it because you know, any time any type of travel when there's multiple vehicles involved, no matter what mm-hmm. it is, you always worry about, you know, somebody else breaking down on what's gonna happen, you know. So Back in February, my dad passed away, uh, you know, in 06. But so when we were, we visited him uh, on his birthday at the gravesite. And so when we were visiting him in February, um, both the boys said, you know, for their 21st birthday, which was in March and May, 
um, they wanted to go to Vegas and they wanted to ride their heart. They wanted the four of us to ride our Harleys up there to go see it. And so I'm like, okay, all right, well, that's awesome. You know? So when the, when it, when I broke down, I was like, I'm really glad this was me, the boys and my brother, they got to continue and finish the trip. And it was not without uh, drama on their own. They, they picked up some more problems. Um, but uh, I was, I was thrilled because I was, you know, they were sending me pictures of what they, you know, what they got to see. And you just, you cannot replace that, which is like, I'm a little bittersweet because I wasn't there, but those kids are going to remember that for us their life, you know? Well, so, and I, I, I thought that was really touching that you said that too, because that's, you know, that's what you want for your kids, right? Oh yeah. You know, absolutely. That's all. Now, what do they ride? So my son rides a 2016 Road Glide Limited. Um, nice. My nephew rides an 04 Electric Glide Cla- Ultra Classic. And my brother rides a 2020 Road Glide Limited. Yeah. Oh, so you guys are riding big bikes. You're putting down miles for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. So my <laughs> my boy started off on a Sportster. And um, and not that long ago, I mean. Oh, no, he, he couldn't have been. So, yeah, he just turned 20, right? So, but he, for his 20th, for, uh, hell, I'm going to get this mix, mixed up. But for Christmas, I'll just say, and in the not too distant past, um, uh, you know, he he'd been talking to me about getting a motorcycle. Um, his you know his cousin, my nephew, he already had a Yamaha something or another little you know starter bike, seven fifty something like that. And so, you know, my son, as I'm sure most kids are notorious for, was uh, he's notorious for starting something and saying, "Oh, I'm really into this," and then you know, two months later, that's it, right? So when he was talking about riding, I got my, I got my first bike when I was four years old and I've been riding basically, you know, ever since. And so I'm like, okay, if you want, if you want to do this, we can do it, but you know, we're going to have to do this as right as we can do it. And as cheap as we can do it until I know that this is really going to take hold. So, uh, he was eyeballing some bikes. And then, so when Christmas came around, I was like, you know what, you know, he, he, he was getting really close to getting everything that, uh, you know, for my blessing, I was like, you're not going to ride without a lid. You're not going to, you're going to go have that motorcycle safety course. Uh, those are two things that I will not budge on for a blessing from me. Um, if you want my blessing. Right. So, <clears throat> um, so when Christmas came around, if you've got older kids, I'm sure you know how hard it is to buy for them. So I was like, well, hell, you know, I'll tell you what, son, I'll go in half on these three things. I'll go in half on a helmet. I'll go in half on your safety course and I'll go in half on a bike. Um, so have at it. So weeks up to this Christmas gift, he was looking at, um, uh, the, the Vulcan, he, he the, you know, he's looking on Facebook and Craigslist and he's looking at all these Vulcans for like 1500 bucks, 700 bucks, you know, and he's like, what do you think? What do you think? And I'm like, you know, whatever you want, you know? So then he opened up his Christmas gift, was, was, which was basically, you know, a bunch of IOUs. And uh, <laughs> he goes, he goes, oh, all right, sweet. This is awesome. In 10 minutes, he goes, hey, can we go test drive this Harley? I was like, what oh. the hell? <laughs> he goes, yeah, my budget just doubled. I was like, oh, did it. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so we went and did we, you know, we went and picked up That's that Sportster. Awesome. It was a really clean bike and it was a really great starter bike for him. My son is about my height and about half my weight. So, um, he, you know, it, it was, 
you know, I, I was still, of course, I was really nervous, you know, being, being dad, but, um, he put down a lot of miles on that thing. And I was like, okay, he's bit, he's, this is, you know, so, um, fortunately, uh, a, another good friend of mine, he was getting rid of his bike about the time that my son was really looking to upgrade. And so I think my friend maybe put a hundred miles on his bike, you know? And so I was like, all right. So I'll tell you what, son, I'll help you get it. I ain't gonna buy it for you, but I'll help you get it. If this is what you want, you know? And he was like, it's even blue. I was like, I guess I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been on that ever since. And then, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, our whole family's family of riders, you know, we, like I said, I got started really young. My brother was started when he was really young. And when I was a kid, I had video games. I, I lived a very fortunate and blessed life, but I was always out riding, you know, like we had whatever we, that sounds bad. I mean, but we had, you know, access to just about anything we wanted, but I just always wanted to go riding, you know? I think it's interesting with riders that at any, I started at 40, but I feel like it, it's either in you or it's not. You either get bit and that's, you'd give up, you know, rent money to ride oh. or buy a bike or you buy it and you have it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, it's in the garage and it's collecting stuff. It's like an exercise yeah. bike for some people. I always tell yeah. people, it's like, you know, there's no shortage of motorcycles, especially Harleys that have 2,000 miles on them oh, or less. God. You know, interesting though, also, you would think a low mileage bike would be more dependable than a high, higher it's mileage not. bike. But when it comes to Harley, you just don't know. Nope. <laughs> I bought mine at, mine was a 2014. I've had it for two years. I, I swear that bike was like a 50, that bike was like a 51% bike. Whatever they needed it to pass, it passed. But like the brakes were bad. The, you know, the battery was bad. But um, no, you're right. It, it's, yeah, I, I, you wouldn't think that, but you're always like, oh, you know, if somebody didn't ride it, then what, what's really sitting in that that might be worried about, you know? Well, so like when you go shopping for a car, you know, like I don't ever buy anything new, right? Except mm -hmm. for my road glide, my 2020 road glide. <laughs> but I don't ever buy anything. <laughs> that makes new. sense. <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know, you look at you look at vehicles, you look for something low mileage. You know what I mean? It, it comes off of a dead gum factory. Uh, uh, the uh, what do you call it? The assembly line. You, you just assume that it's going to be. They're all going to be the same. You know, all the parts are going to be similar, and you, you're not going to have any issues. You know. Not always the case. Not when it comes to Harley. <laughs> and and I'm not I'm not going to get into a Harley bashing thing because I, 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 man, you know, right now where we're at in this weird time of stuff, you know. I realize when it comes to like my situation, there's only so much that can be done. You know, oh, sure. you can't just make parts appear out of thin air. You know what I mean? And I mean, I get that. I mean, I'm a business owner. I understand like kind of the whole, you know, the whole circle from the customer wants a product to the, the company fulfilling the product. I get it. You know what I mean? Customer service could do, uh, could really get an overhaul. And I'm sure it wouldn't, you know, hurt a lot of people's feelings. But I mean, you know, like when it comes to me, I, you know, I try to take the high road with stuff. I realize that I'm talking to a guy who's just trying to feed his family. He, you know what I mean? 
you're not talking to Mr. Harley Davidson. You know what I mean? Which I realize Harley and Davidson were too. Don't roast me, but I'm just saying. We got it. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> I I think that you know customer service could definitely use some help. But I'm not going to roast Harley. They make a. I mean, I love my bike. I love the way it looks. I think it's the best looking bike on the market. I, I will say hands down that was the bike I was after. Couldn't afford it. Bought the Road Glide, but that's my two year plan. Is I'm sorry, bought the the Ultra. Mm-hmm. That's my two year plan is to get a Road Glide. I think that by far is the best bike in the lineup. I think I will say this, and <laughs> I'll just let people unsubscribe now. But you could get rid of the Ultra tomorrow, and I wouldn't care. Like to me, the Road Glide should be the premier bike. Now, did you where where does your Harley lineage start? Did you start with a smaller one, or is this? No, this is my second Harley. Okay. Um, my well, first before... Harley was the 04 electric. Uh, my brother, my brother started his Harley crap. <laughs> my brother, my brother, he he's been on Harleys for a while. He's had four or five of them, but um, he recently bought. Okay. So the whole story is said a minute ago about my, my son and, and me and him, you, you know, my brother went through the same thing with his son, you know, because the thing is, is like, okay, look, if you're, okay, son, if you're going to ride a bike, I don't want you to ride by yourself. So I'm going to get a bike and I'm not ready to get a bike yet, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so my brother, um, he bought that 04 Electric Glide Ultra Classic. He bought it nearly new and um, had it forever, you know, since 05, I think. So whenever his son you know started talking about getting a bike you know he had the same conversation but my nephew is a little bit more persistent and so he came home one day with a bike and my brother was like oh (laughs) so so my brother went out and he bought a goldwing and so um uh his bike needed some work done to it because it had been sitting so long and so (laughs) Uh, he had a friend of his go through it and he was cleaning everything up and, you know, rebuild this, that blah, blah, blah. While all that was happening, my brother went and bought a Goldwing. So my brother comes by and, uh, at my office and he goes, Hey, check out my new bike. And I'm like, it's cool. It's nice. You know? So I got on it. I ain't been on a bike in years. I get on it and uh, I take it for a ride around the block. And I mean, it's got pep. I mean, it's, it's like, um, it's kind of like a sport bike, but I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I'm six, four, I'm 240, 250 after Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm sitting on top of the bike, you know, and I'm just like, it just does, you know, like, I like to feel like I'm in the bike, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't get that feeling a lot with my size with a lot of things. So I was on the Honda, I was on my brother's Goldwing, and I was like, this is a cool bike. I would never want to own it because it just, I just don't. I don't fit on it the way that I think I should. I'm sure there's mods. I, I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. Not my thing. So anyways, I rode around the block. And he's like, what do you think? I was like, it's cool. You know, nice bike. Good on you, you know? And then so he gets his Harley back. <laughs> and then so he, he gets a, well, his friend calls him and says that his Harley's ready. So his wife takes him up to where his, his, his Harley's at. And, uh, the guy throws him the keys and he's like, Hey, you got a couple more things that we need to take care of, but it's long-term stuff. Not a big deal. Okay. Good deal. Appreciate it. Have a good day. He gets on his bike and to hear his wife tell the story. She says, Jason, whenever he pulled out, he goes, I knew that Honda was going away. 
<laughs> oh, I know that story. As soon as he gets home, he goes, oh, man, I really missed that bike. <laughs> we, so, um, the Goldwing, it was, had a, it had a very short life in my brother's garage. I think it was like three months he, he had it. And two months, I think it was him like convincing himself that he really was going to keep it, you know? <laughs> We so, um, anyway, so then he went and bought a new bike. He bought he bought a new um uh I don't think they call them electrolytes anymore. He bought a uh um or I guess yeah yeah they do. The he he bought the a twenty nineteen electric glide or oh no no or a street glide ultra whatever the old man bike is the tour pack and the whole the whole nine right so, nine <laughs> so but I, they used to call them ultra classics. They used to call them electric glides. I don't know what they call them. They used to call them the limited. Or the the ultra, the yeah, see ultra limited, <laughs> okay. and then they took the ultra away. Okay, so it's still electric, but line? it's the same bike. Yeah, 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 it's the electric. But they think they dropped the the electric. I don't, they did something stupid. Anyways, he got the 2019 version of that, um, and so he goes the day before he you know he was like, hey, well, actually it was pretty funny. He goes, hey, he goes, I'm thinking about getting a new bike, and I was like what happened to the honda he's like fuck the honda <laughs> <laughs> sorry for anybody <laughs> it just came out sorry but that's, for any was, honda users that were yeah. watching they're triggered <laughs> like, you'll get over it <laughs> so he's like man screw the honda he goes i'm i'm, I'm getting a, i'm getting a harley he goes um uh would you be interested in buying my old bike and i said well hell yeah and he goes um he, he's he said he, he's telling me all the stuff that he needs with it and i was like Look, I said, is it drivable or not? And he goes, no, it's drivable. He goes, but it needs tires. And I'm like, when can I get my hands on it? And he goes, I haven't even told you how much I want for it. I said, Jones, just what 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 is my next step? <laughs> so he's uh he goes, all right. He goes, well, it needs tires. He goes, I tell you what. He goes, um, I'll trailer it over to uh, the local Harley dealership, and and we can drop it off and and get them. You know, you can just kind of take it from there. I was like, cool. So while we were there, he saw another bike that he ended up buying instead of the other one that he made. He had already made a deal on. So, <laughs> so he buys this bike and he had a list of problems with it. And it's, it, it's, it's, I'm going to make a video. I got, I got a couple of videos brewing over my recent deal. This is going to make that cut. Basically he had that 2019, um, everything was under warranty. Uh, he had a stage three on it and the, uh, the, the motor burn up and he was, we had like five rides planned or something like that, like all really close together. So he was at this Harley dealership. And then, so I, I, I said, Hey, I said, so, um, if they can't fix your bike, he goes, I said, uh, are, are you going to borrow your son's bike to, uh, to go to the, to the ghost? man <laughs> so then he sends me a picture of his new 2020 road glide <laughs> but so i mean it's uh, i don't want to get off into this uh, i keep saying this right but like harley's got this weird thing i don't know if it's weird or not i say it's weird but it's like there's this ecosystem that a lot of people don't really understand how it works you know you got corporate harley or daddy harley and then you got the dealers and then you got the customers you know and the customers they want to sell bikes and they want to service bike or i mean the the dealers want to sell bikes they want to service bikes you know and so like whatever they can do to make the customer happy they're going to try to do that well you know comes with that comes of course going to be some 
um, abuse. So, you know, Daddy Harder comes in and says, hey, you guys stop putting, you know, putting the, the screws to us. And, you know, now you got all these rules, you know. And then so now, you know, the dealers are like, well, we can't do anything unless Daddy Harley says we can't. You know, so it's just this back and forth horrible thing, you know. But at the end of the day, like my bike right now, it's Superstition Harley. Those guys did not sell me a bike. They didn't service my bike. They won't service my bike because I live in San Antonio. You yeah. know, there is no benefit for them for my bike to be there. Why do they care if my bike gets fixed? You know, and I mean, you know, you could rant on about the Harley name, but I mean, as a business owner, it doesn't make sense. Why do I care if this guy's bike gets fixed? You know what I'm saying? We're going to charge Daddy Harley for all this warranty work. We're not going to make any money, you know? Sure. I, but so I'll make you a hell of a deal on a new bike. And that's what happens. I can't believe how often that happens and how often people do it. Yeah. You know, like my brother, you know, hey, your bike is under warranty. It's smoked. You can't use it. It'll be two months before we can get you back on the road screw that i want a new bike and i'm like and he's uh, like a miser he doesn't spend money on nothing you know and i'm like man i i, I don't know if it's horrible or if it's awesome you know that's there's something about that experience so the joke in my house is that we only own a harley because my wife likes the bathrooms at the dealerships and i i jokingly i say that but i'm serious we had a we had a suzuki and anytime we were so on the nice road yeah, that's where we stopped. And and one day we walked in, and the next thing I know, she's on a Sportster on that Kickstart Sportster that's on the little dyno wheel or whatever it is. And the next thing I know, she's like, we should buy this bike. I'm like, what? <laughs> we just came into test ride. Like, what, what just happened? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> we used to, and, and I'll, freely, I'll freely admit this, we used to walk into, the, my buddy bought a Sportster. I used to walk in there. I'm like, I don't want to be like these guys. You know, they're wearing their Harley shirts with their Harley jacket and their Harley wallet. Talk about but eight up. Not even 24 hours later, my wife's wearing a Harley zip up polo or whatever fleece. And I'm like, what just happened to you? I don't even know you. So, it's, yeah, the running joke is, is, is Harley. Um, is it a motorcycle company that sells T-shirts or is it a T-shirt company that sells motorcycles? You know, or a merchandise company, right? So. It's a merchandise company. I can't tell you when I was single how many times I'd be like at a bar or somewhere and you you know you see some girl with a Harley shirt and be like, Oh, you ride? Yeah. <laughs> well well no. I mean I have a permit. Well, I mean I'm applying for my permit. Well, I mean <laughs> I'm gonna take the class sometime. But you got the really shirt, need. it's on lock. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the yeah. free hot dogs. That's what does me. Huh? They get you in there for the free hot dogs. Oh, Saturday, <laughs> come in for a hot dog. Thirty thousand yeah. dollars. You walked out with a bike. I, I tell you, if if you don't, if you whoever's watching this doesn't know by now, if Harley says that they're giving away something for free, run for the hills. Yep. <laughs> All the jokes that you hear, HD means you know just another hundred dollars. All that stuff is true. The Harley tax, all the things that they say. But here we keep going back. <laughs> Because they I got will, good hot dogs. Yeah, I will say that that of the bikes that I've owned, this is my fifth or sixth bike, my only Harley. I can honestly say this is the only bike that's been able to be tailored fit for me. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said to that. And and all the joking aside, yeah, yep. there my dealership just got bought out and now they're having bikini contests, which is really just I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but you know, do you, boo? It's just <laughs> 
it's just so weird to me. It's like they got bought out and all of a sudden I got people calling me and they're like, you're coming into test ride, right? No, but now you want my information every time I walk in the door. It's like, no, yeah. I know how this ends and it yeah. ends bad. Yeah, it ends very expensively. <laughs> I, I took out a 2000, I want to say it was an 18 Rogue Glide at Atlantic City Harley dealership. And I had my Suzuki time. Guy says to me, here's the keys. Just take it. I was like, I don't know where I am. doesn't matter. Just bring it back. You know, we close at five. I said, all right, but my wife's here and I want to take her with me. He's like, all right, you take it out for a while. Get comfortable. Come back. Take her. I still to this day dream of that bike. <laughs> it was like, you bastards, you sucked me in. You, you got me when I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, talk about a low blow. I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> it's one thing to do like the, the, the three mile ride that they all do, but it's another thing to give me the keys and tell me to bring it back before you close. This is wrong on so many levels. You're not playing fair. Yes. Uh, I test drove my first road glide in um, College Station. And um, it was it was part of that such a pendants trip uh, in July last year, uh, July in 2020. So um, we stopped at, I think, 12 dealerships because me and my brother, we collect the poker chips. But mm -hmm. So do I. Yeah. We, we ride to, you know, so like any poker chip that we got, it's somewhere that we rode our bike to, you know. So, um, he, uh, you know, we hit, I think it was like 12 of them that we hit up and I asked every one of them, you know, I'm like, so which bike do you sell more of? Tell me about the road glide. You know, I was, I was hook, line and sinker and I just wasn't, you know, I didn't really admit it to myself yet. So, um, the first guy that I talked to, uh, his name is, his name's New York and it was in uh, old Fort, uh, Harley Davidson. He says, he goes, you want to ride one? And I said, no, I do not. And he goes, pretty smart. He goes, I'm telling you, do not get on one of these bikes unless you're committed to buying one. And then so at first I, thought, I was like, well, that kind of sounds crappy. And he's like, well, no, because you'll just, you're, you're going to love it. You, you're going to have to have it. And I'm like, whatever, dude. And then so next dealership, I keep asking. So by the time of the end of our trip, we were in College Station coming home. And then I said, um, uh, uh, my bike actually needs some service work done to it, my, my 04 electrified. And then so he goes, um, and then my brother just loved when we go into a dealership, you know, it's pretty open, pretty cool atmosphere in, in all of them. You know what I mean? Not mm -hmm. really that high sales pitch stuff. You know what I mean? So, but my brother just loves telling everybody, Hey, my brother over there is looking for a new bike, you know? <laughs> and it's like, boom, <laughs> attack. So, um, so I, I got my bike over in service and I got my helmet and I'm walking through the doors into the showroom and there's like three guys there and they said, you looking to buy a Harley? I was like, no. And he goes, you're Jason, right? Yeah, I'm Jason. He goes, oh, yeah. no, your when they know your name, it's oh, over. <laughs> so, so I test rode that bike in, um, college station and I, I was, oh man, I was like, I got to figure this out. This is so different i mean it wasn't so me and my brother we went on a ride right and it's the same thing they're like do you know where you're at and i'm like college station you know and they're like okay well, well look here's a map and just you know here's a good ride just do this circle you know i'm like all right you know so me and my brother we both went you know he was on his bike and i was on because at that time he was still on his electric bike and then so 
we get about halfway and i'm like hey i said do you want to switch you know he's like yeah sure i mean we were riding right behind 18 wheelers and you know just we're trying to get the whole experience in the short amount of time you got the bike you know what I, mean? I mean if you're going to test ride a bike in order to make a decision you need to have the damn thing for a month you know what i mean with solid riding you know what i mean if you're going to be honest you know what i'm saying but so anyways in our short rural ride you know we swapped and then uh immediately the first thing that i noticed when i got onto his bike his electric line you know i, I stand the bike up start it and then we 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 whenever we start the turn i thought that there was sacks of concrete on the front handlebars i was like oh my god this thing is so heavy and then i felt like a little girl when i said that in my head and i was like hold on, hold on. what do you mean what <laughs> Well, what just happened, you know? And so, like, I didn't notice it when I first got on the road glide and, and I went riding. But when I made the immediate change, I was just like, holy smokes, there is really a big difference in the front end. Yeah, um, my, my bike with stock bars was a dump truck. Yeah. And and it, it still is not, it's better, but it's not quite, you know, it's not quite there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting now what do you what do you make of the people that say that that's the wind splitter like that bike is designed especially for texas where it's i would assume predominantly flat or at least flatter yeah i mean everyone says that that's the nomad bike that's the bike to just throw down miles i mean do you think that that's true or do you think that's some hype compared to what compared to the ultra to to compare to like a roguelike classic i would say definitely okay and, and so and so I'm going to tape this and show my wife and tell her that it's just, you said it, I got to do it. Miss Bry the Biker, I'm <laughs> telling you right now. <laughs> We've got to do it. She's from Texas. It. You're We've her people. It. It's, you it's what's happening. This, if you want to put down more than 100 miles, go get that road glide. No, seriously. The the And it's not, I mean, it, it's such a fine line, right? So, you know, if you want comfort, right? If you're going to travel all over the freaking country comfortably, you'll probably need a ro uh, um, uh, a Goldwing, you know, or something mm -hmm. like that. You know, that bike is made for comfort, right? But if you're looking at two bikes, a Road Glide and an Ultra, um, or a Street Glide or whatever, and you're like, which one of these two bikes am I going to ride from here three states over? You're going to get on the Road Glide, you know? And, it, it, and it's not an overwhelming, like, as soon as you get on it, oh my God, difference. But at the end of the day, at the end of every day that we went right, and we did 800 mile plus days um, when we did that uh, such a pendant trip. When I was on my, when I was on the Batwing, at the end of the day, you know, it's just like you get to where you're getting. You know, we had the women with us, so we stayed in the room every night. So it was just like you get in there, you sit, set, get settled in. And it's just like, oh, you know, you you hear that wah wah wah. Mm -hmm. I mean, just all those little things, and it's like you know. Getting up the next morning is a little bit more tough, and it's like, all right, you know, let's get let's get this thing going again, you know. But at the end of the day of riding my road glide all day, I just want to keep going, you know. Like my butt's a little sore because the seat that I have isn't exactly what I need. Okay, uh, and I got what a little narrow butt anyway, huh? What seat are you running? Uh, a Harley hammock. The, mm -hmm. the, the uh, oh, we could talk a few hours on that one. Yeah. That's what I have. So well, that's what I had. Um. <laughs> But the the road glide for me is just, you know, they talk about the pocket of air, and there's some truth to that. Um, for me, being six four, I don't probably notice it as well. I, I, I don't, 
I, I get into enjoying the ride so much, no matter what I'm on, I, I kind of don't really, I, it's, it's a struggle for me to try to pinpoint all of the little stuff that people sell you on, you know, but my brother asked me, he goes, so what do you think about that little pocket of air that the guy was talking about? And I was like, I, I don't know. You know, it just doesn't seem like it's, I was like, it doesn't seem like, it seems like on a bat wing, you're riding in a convertible and in a road glide, you're reading, you're riding with the windows down. You know what I mean? If that's a, if that's a comparison, yeah. I just came up with that. I think that's a good analogy. I like um, it. But, I'm gonna uh, go in and tell the dealer that's what I heard. <laughs> so I was telling my brother, I was like, "Yeah, you know, whatever." And he goes, "Well, I'll tell you what I noticed." And I said, "What's that?" And he goes, "Well, we were doing 85, and you had your hat on just like this, like this." He goes, "We were doing 85, and you had your hat on," and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess so." And I normally, I, I normally ride with the lid everywhere I go. We were just in this situation, whatever. Sure. So, um, but yeah, so I was like, well, yeah, I guess so. He goes, there ain't no way in hell you can ride my bike like that. You know, <laughs> so it's like, I guess there is something to this pocket air thing. So now you've done a lot of performance mods, obviously, to your bike, but have you done any comfort mods, suspension, bars, anything like that? 6'4, 240 pounds. I could not comfortably ride the bike off the lot. Yeah. So I bought my bike from Waco Harley Davidson and, um, uh it had the 131 already in it so okay. like whenever i bought the bike it had however their paperwork is lined you know they call the srt or the swr or whatever the hell it's called um all that info was already in there so now whenever i go somewhere to uh service you know get service in or whatever all that's pulled up like properly it's 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 really nice having all that on the front end before i even bought the bike um anyways so the 131 was the was how the bike was made uh well how how that local dealer had it set up ready for sale you know what i mean they did the kit so i was like well we decided that i was gonna buy the bike i won't get into that whole story but uh i said um i called your parts department and they have these bars and they have this seat in stock you put those things on it i said i'm on my way <laughs> so uh they said all right yeah we, we can go with that you know so whenever i left it had the 131 it had a uh custom handle uh, custom handlebars and custom seat and so the only thing that they had available were 12 inch um meat hook style i think they're mm -hmm. avons and um a harley hammock so since then um the the gravy, the best thing that I've done, that I have done to my bike was the Olin suspension in the front and the back. I cannot believe what a difference it made. And so you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you're missing out mm -hmm. on. Yeah, you hear all that stuff and it's like, whatever. But I'm just blown away. It's almost worth If I could check my ego, Right. If I had to do this all over again and, and, and I could check my ego, well, one, I probably wouldn't buy the Harley, but I would go with the suspension first and then the motor. It, it's just that much of a difference. Yeah. Um, the, the, the suspension is everything. The 14 had the air suspension. It was terrible. And it mm -hmm. nosedived. Yeah. We put Legends front and rear. The guy that does our service took our bike into the garage, comes back. He's like, what did we do to your bike? Because that's not <laughs> stock. I'm like... That's sixty feet, and you realize the difference. Yeah, like it, it's, it's it's worth it's, it. It's really amazing. Now, so I'm everybody who you know 
everybody who buys something for their bike or whatever they're they, they're going to swear by it right so sure. of course i'm going to swear by olin's you're going to swear by legends there's a lot of different i think really i think that the stock suspension is so bad you know or i shouldn't say bad but any third party or most third party suspensions that you can add to your harley are going to make such a drastic difference i think anything would probably be worth doing i think i only got the olins to go off of but i just i'm well really it, away. It, it's kind of the the blessing and the curse right when you buy the harley you realize there's a lot of stuff you're going to replace Especially if you're not the, what is it, the 5'9 or 5'10 foot dude that doesn't exist that mm. rides a Harley that they make them for. But I feel like that's the beautiful part about it. You can do anything you want to it. Sure. You know, you just have to suck up the fact that you're going to have to. Yeah. Well, yeah. Once you come to terms with what you're buying the bike for is not what you're going to end up spending on the bike. Once mm -hmm. you come to terms that's with just that. a down payment. Don't yeah. even worry about that. You that 30 grand was nothing. Don't worry yeah. about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but so for me, like I'm not one for like shiny, you know, like, um, I like, um, I, I can appreciate, you know, Chrome and, and, and other people who, you know, they got like show bikes or whatever. They ride them maybe 20 miles a month or something like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw shade on those guys, but so like for me, um, you know, basically the 131 was like a 10,000, I mean, rounded up as it's like a $10,000 add on, you know? And then, so like I had several salesmen say, well, you could get a CVO for that. And I'm like, does the CVO come with the 131? I mean, wow. I don't care about all the other bells and whistles stuff. I don't care about the cool custom paint. They're, they're cool looking bikes. It's nice. It's cool. They got all the bells and whistles, but I don't need all that. I want something that goes faster. You know? I think for that price point difference, I'd rather have the money in the parts department, you know, because then it's my bike. Yeah. You know, you, you pull the seat, you pull the, the suspension, you're two grand right there. Like, you don't yeah. even think about it. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So... I, my bike is um I got lucky the the one the one color requirement that I really just was really doing my best not to budge on was um I wanted the blacked out motor you know okay. so um that in itself was an upgrade and then that only comes with a certain few color schemes you know it's all higher end top end stuff but so um I was looking at black on black is what I what like I wanted you know so the bike that I got it was a, it's a silver Barracuda and black two tone and it's all matte and um i was like man that's sharp that's cool that's a nice little bonus for me you know as long as it wasn't pink i probably would have got it you know and even if it was pink i might have had it wrapped but um i was the like pink with the 131 i i would do it <laughs> <laughs> what, so, what color is your bike with the 131 <laughs> so um but anyways yeah man I, I was like oh what an awesome you know bonus you know Mm -hmm. So, um, um, uh, after having a matte bike, man, <laughs> I, I don't clean my bike ever, you know, but there's some things that would have been nice to know. For example, if you like, if you work an area on your gloss bike to get like this bug, get it off, you know, you work it, you work it, you work it, you finally get it off. You get a little bit of, you know, Hey, I got that off. You work an area on a matte bike. You just made that spot shiny. <laughs> and you can't make it mad again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I have, um, I have these scuff marks on my, uh, tour pack when we were in New Mexico 
we got we got this horrible sandblasted we were riding for about 45 minutes sideways of just being sandblasted in new mexico in january and um i had a tour trunk i had a luggage rack bag on my tour pack you know okay. that's made for it mm -hmm. and then the straps that came off of it you know they hook and they clamp but the the, the parts that left you know they're flapping in the wind or whatever for some weird reason those cause scuff marks on the trunk in between the luggage rack and the trunk from the wind so my brother had them too he had the same bag oh. it, it was just it's weird as hell you know it was like a weird just a weird thing but um yeah matt is cool not really effective when it comes if you're always wanting to try to keep it clean um i don't ever wash my bike anyway unless harley's washing it so <laughs> <laughs> i spent so much damn time over there anyway so i mean i guess whatever but um yeah i don't know <clears throat> that 131 I i'll talk about that 131 for a minute so i um when i was making a list of of, of check you know check boxes of things that i would like to have in my new bike right if I ever decided to get a new bike, these are the things I'd like to have. Well, 131 was on the list, traction control, uh, you know, the rider defense, all that, you know. So we were in, uh, we, you know, we were on that trip and my brother tells everybody, you know, hey, he's looking for a new bike. He's looking for a new bike. Anyways, so we found a couple of bikes with the 131. The dealers build them and hoping that they're going to sell them. You know? Sure. And then so um, there was a couple of them in some street glides. Um and then um, there was one that we saw in a road glide, um, but it was, I, I forget what it was, but I was just like, you know, I would never own this bike. I forget why. But um, so anyways, when we get to Waco, my brother's like, hey, like I was outside and I was plugging my phone into the charger and we were taking a look at By the time I made it to the front door, my brother comes outside and he's like, hey, your bike is inside. Oh, and I was no. like, stop it. You know, come on, stop it. And he's like, I'm serious. It's inside. I'm like, all right. So I'll go inside and sure as hell it was there. <laughs> so, oh, man. Um, but so that 131, right? <clears throat> Thing number one, I'm going to put down a lot of miles. I don't want a lot of hassle. That's sure. funny coming from a guy who owns a Harley, but that's what I set out for. And so I looked at, you know, when I had the 04, I was looking at, you know, buying just a straight SNS motor because I, I needed more power. Mm -hmm. Um, and not because I'm a hot rod, just because of how I drive. You know, I, I I ride a particular way. Some people would say I'm an asshole, and I probably wouldn't agree, but um wouldn't disagree. But um I need passing power. You, you know what I mean? You know, going up a hill, I don't want to have to, you know, and that 131 does it. It it's it is what I needed, what I wanted, you know. Sure. Um I, I, I'm thrilled with the bike. I'm thrilled with the power of delivery. M me and a passenger, you know, two up, we don't get stuck behind anything. Uh, 18 wheelers, we zip around them. It's, it's, dare I say, perfect. I mean, just, it's set up just perfect, you know. Uh, it's all Screaming Eagle shit. So, I mean, there's, uh, you know, there's, you, you can definitely get a lot more power out of that motor. Sure. Harley has it very choked down for EPA crap or whatever. The speed limiter, <laughs> I've got problems with it. But um, uh, aside from that, you know, just the power delivery, everything, everything is really just balanced well on that bike, right? Sure. Love it. Now, 
So your buddy's salty. This 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 isn't gonna end well. <laughs> salty, Somebody I apologize. You were a great guest. <laughs> salty, um, you know this YouTube thing is crazy. You know I met Salty on YouTube or mm -hmm. basically Instagram, really. But you know we met up. I mean he's one of my really good friends, and I cannot he's believe that guy. this happened through YouTube or social media or whatever. You know it blows my mind. Anyways. Me and my buddy Salty, we were riding um, the three sisters out in um, uh, Bandera, Texas, out that way. And, uh, you know, we were riding for three three or four days or whatever it was. Uh, they had some Harley drama, uh, so we had some issues or whatever. But so there was a stretch there where we did a very unsophisticated, very unprecise pull on both of our bikes, you know, just we we're, you know, we were at the back of the pack and we were riding. We were doing about 80 or so. And, um, uh, both of us at the same time, we just, you know, like I was filming, he was filming and I kind of put my stuff up and then, you know, we just kind of like, I got a video of it. I mean, we just, we rolled back on the throttle at the same time and we went. So from my perspective, it looks like I smoked him, you know? Mm -hmm. And then from his perspective, um, it, it's, it's a little misleading, but it's clear that, clear that I didn't, you know? And so, um, it, what's funny is, is like, we have got so many comments, he and I both about that. And it's like, go back and watch what happened, you know? So the, the short, the short version is this, is that he didn't, you know, he wasn't just climbing up my butt, but I wasn't pulling away from him either. I mean, we yeah. were both like moderate, you know, uh, you know, we were going the same, you know, whatever, you know, his bike limits out a little bit faster than mine. Um, so that helped my ego some, but other than that, I mean, it was a pretty even, even pool, you know? So the thing is this, his bike at that time basically just had like a stage one in Harley yeah. terms. I don't know if they call that, that in Indian terms, but he had exhaust put on it and he had, um, a tune, I think, for the exhaust. Not the tune he's got now, mm. but just, you know, just a moderate, you know, deal. You know, it's, it was basically a stock bike, you know. And he was right there with me, you know. And that really, really blows me away. You know, um, Indian has got a hell of a product, you know. And I'm excited as a Harley owner because <laughs> in the end, two things are going to happen. Harley's going to make a better product or Indian's going to run away with it. You know what I mean? Either way, it's, it's, there's going to be, there's going to be good change for the consumer coming soon. You know, I, I, after talking to him, I went into our local Indian dealer. And the only downside to where I live is we only have one that's close. Mm -hmm. And you look at the challenger and you look at the Roadmaster, whatever their ultra oh. equipment. And I'm like, this is just, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I, don't want a batwing fairing but there's like stitching in the leather and it's yeah. just it's a beautiful bike it is so uh, i i don't like that bike but mm -hmm. i appreciate all the detail yes that they put into it you know and it's like the challenger right it, i think my bike like i said earlier i am not going to be convinced because it's my opinion i am not going to be convinced that there's a better looking bike on the market than the road glide um the way the road glide sits right now 
that right now is about the only thing if you want to start checking thing off dollar for dollar that it's got going for it you know because i'll tell you what i went and test rode an indian while i was in arizona while my bike was uh at superstition harley davidson and um i went to the local indian dealer and i test rode a trail challenge and i've only got one gripe about that whole bike and they have some weird deal with the um with the throttle and it, it, it's kind of a big deal it has that delay yes yeah yes and so um my but you know my buddy salty was telling me that his current tune that he has on there it's it's fixed that you know it, it has it, it it's like throttle by wire it's easy to just it's a lot more responsive it's just right on it you know it's dialed in so it just seems odd that indian is going to take the position that that's the way it needs to be um because that right there is the only negative thing i can say about that bike that's fair aside from aesthetics you know what i mean I, it's a good looking bike i just think mine looks better mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mine i think that the road glide looks better than the challenger sure but dollar for dollar that challenger is where you're going to get your best value for sure it's just not even debatable and what's funny is is that all the comparisons that these guys are doing with the stock challenger and a stock harley it's the stock 114 yeah. it's a stock 114 road glide you know well they make a 107 version of the road glide you know why don't you compare that to the challenger you know well they don't want to lose <laughs> oh man so i mean and then so um uh what was it tyler o'hara um oh there was three guys i forget they're all um cory uh anyways there's a youtube video out there where they took mm-hmm. They took, um, there was three they're hauling guys. the taco truck. Is that the one? Say again? They're hauling the taco truck. They're pulling a truck or something. No. That was one, one of the was, original indie ones. So the, 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 the one that I was watching was those three guys. They ride professionally. Um, they were on a drag strip. And each three of them did a pool of both the road glide and the challenger. You know, and all three of them beat the, ch- you know, all three of them uh the their uh challenger times were better than their road glide times mm-hmm. you know now of course you know tyler o'hare won those th- out of those three guys you know but anyway my point is just that um there's got to be some you know exciting stuff coming for the consumer of harley davidson motorcycles i mean be. when you look at the pan america motor and you mm-hmm. think about what that could be if mm-hmm. you put it into a full size bagger, I'll shut the front door. I mean, yeah. come on, right? That that that's that's exciting, and I think that that's where riders miss it, right? The the boomers are against it because it's not the classic Harley Davidson, but it needs to end at some point. Well, you maybe need not to go, end, but there needs to be it needs to be supplemented. You know? Yes, I, I mean. These guys need to come off it. You know, I, I look, I get it. I do. You know, there's, there's a lot of history and there's a lot of heritage with, with Harley, you know, and even got some too, but I, you know, the, this whole thing about a company can't change. Otherwise they're going to lose their customer base. It's just, it's just ridiculous thinking, you know, it's just, I would love to see them make a, um, if you're looking like the Apple line, right? Apple has the pro phone, you throw it, throw a name on it, whatever it is. Sure. Take a road glide and just make it whatever you want you it to it. be. 
you know, yeah, put put everything into it and make it a technology package. Make it whatever you want. And then still sell the 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 icon series that makes no sense to me, but <laughs> you know, because everyone wants a GPS and a bike they're never gonna ride. Right. Um <laughs> but I think that that's what they should do rather than trying to please everybody. Keep yeah. just take I mean that's what they did with the live wire. You know, mm-hmm. how many people really own a live wire? But the technology speaks for itself. You know, sure. take a take a few bikes and just make them whatever you want them to be and let the consumer fall in line. Let the consumer decide whether that's what they want to buy. Well, the consumer in the end is 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 what should be driving the product anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and I mean, I think over a long enough timeline, that's what generally happens. Harley's had a really good run with no competition for a long time, you know? And so, and then in their defense, right? So like the, the Challenger, they didn't just slap that bike together overnight. You know, no. that motor has been in development for over 10 years, you know? So, you know, it wasn't just like a, oh, we got, you know, we got lucky on this one. No, they, they put in the R&D and they, you know, they made something that's really special with the Challenger. And so now Harley... You know, they need to, they need to respond. And I think you're exactly right. I think that there's, there's no reason to, to, you know, say you got to have a, or you got to have B, you know, make the craziest, wildest bike that you can ensure, you know, and see if anybody buys it, you know, and, oh, you got a back order for those bikes. Maybe you should make more of them, you know? Well, and that's what I've heard about the Pan America. I mean, people aren't even paying our MSRP. They're paying street price, which is inflated because it's so hot. And I think that that speaks to what's available. I mean, I've seen pictures. I'm going to, wow, probably shouldn't say this. But if you look at the pictures that I've seen from my local dealer of people that are buying that Pan America, they're not people I would expect. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're over middle-aged guys with their shirts stuck in with their phones on their hip and they've got this cool adventure bike that's never going to see gravel <laughs> but they see value in it you know what i mean and there's there's something to be said for that you know if, if you can take a, a stereotypical harley rider and sell them something out of the mold mm-hmm. there's a market for it sure so you mentioned the icon a minute ago i don't I'm probably way off. I always am. But (laughs) (laughs) I honestly would like, I got this story concocted in my head and I would really like to believe that this is what's happening with the icon bike. I don't think that has anything to do with anything except for research. I think that is research for Harley. They put this out there. They're trying to see, they're trying to gather data with that bike. People are, you know, they're furious about the price. They're they're they're, they're saying that they're broke and, and they're, they're they're throwing all these things at it that has to do with money. And I think money has nothing to do with why they made that bike. Uh, okay. and, and also, I don't think that you know heritage or any of the reasons that they said they made it. I don't think that that's why they made it either. You know, I honestly, in my head, I just feel like that bike is solely data research for Harley, you know? So like, who's buying this bike? Let's see how weird we can get away with things. And, you know, it's just like, you know, it's probably conspiracy theory. me, you know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm hoping they, they probably just, you're looking for a quick buck shit. I don't know, but you know, I would like to think that it would, because there's just so much odd about it. 
to me. Oh, I mean, to me, I, for a, a bike that's, what, 1500 it's got a GPS in it. I mean, it's cool looking. I've seen one in person. It's a stunning bike. But I see that as the it, – it's kind of like the cars that go at sale for Barrett-Jackson, Barrett right? Everybody's excited and everybody's applauding. And the bike, the car's never going to see the light of day. Ever. <laughs> go to garage somewhere, yeah. <laughs> well, that was the other thing too, right? So since they only made 1,500 of them, I'm like, it's not a money grab. It's not – you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're only making 1,500 of them. And they're selling them for X price. I, I, I did some quick gorilla math that, that really – Added to my point, I think it was like 0.07% of their of their income was, you know, on this bike or something that Harley was going to make on it. You know, I'm like, that's nothing. That's, you know, that's some employees. That's not, they're not after money on this bike, you know, they, anyway. No, uh, I, I mean, I think at some point you have to forget heritage and say, you know, there's a different market, right? If, if mm-hmm. I can look at a challenger and see it's liquid cold it's it's got all this power it's got all this technology why can't i buy that in the brand that i trust you know what i mean the brand that i have the dealer network here that i don't have in indian i didn't have in victory we had one dealership that closed Mm -hmm. um i think it's time to take chances you know what i mean like it, it would be cool to see something that's I mean, from what, everything that I've seen, I haven't ridden one yet. The Pan America is just a slam dunk. Like it, it's yeah. the bike that kind of put everybody upside down. I'd love to see them come out with a touring bike, and maybe that's going to be the custom. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the custom is going to be that Sportster bike that blows it out. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I mean, it's there's a lot of room for growth. It, the market's not that small. I I don't like the argument that people make that Harley needs to stay in their lane. They don't mm-hmm. need to experiment with a bike like Pan America. I'm completely against that ideology. There are some people out there that make a really strong case that Harley's going to blow with the Pan America. They're going to take a Harley customer and convert them to a BMW customer because, or whoever is owning that uh, adventure bike market. You know, there's there's a compelling argument there for sure. But the idea that you need to stay in your lane and make cool. Uh, uh what was the word i heard um uh heritage type you know by you know like um what's the word i'm looking for um just what everybody's known harley to be you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i I don't don't subscribe to that you know like it's a business at the end of the day it means more than typical businesses mean to most people you know but you know yeah there's there's a culture there by far you know you'll get people like you know we'll never be on anything but a harley you know my dad's on a harley my grandpa mm-hmm. you know i get it it's fine there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with being able to acknowledge your heritage and that customer and also do something else so like this pan america deal I, I i whether 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 it succeeds or not i definitely think doing it there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean Mm-mm. why why is that a bad thing for harley to do you know? No, I, I think that unfortunately there's so many people that act. Um, <laughs> I'm an Apple guy, but you know, it's like when Apple came out with different things, people were like, "Oh my God, it's the end of Apple." Steve Jobs is dead. No, it's not. It's not how this works. It really, isn't how this works. Right. Right. Yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. So moving on a bit, I guess as as we start to close up with your channel. So your channel has a. A very unique look to it. I mean, you're obviously Thanks. using some pretty high. So, are you a Nikon or a Canon guy? Canon. You're gonna throw me off. You're a Sony guy, right? Uh, no, no, no. I'm Canon. All right, we can still talk then. All right, cool. 
<laughs> so what, what's your uh, what's your camera preference? So uh, I am completely new to all of this. Okay. I, I do a lot of Google Foo and YouTube Foo. And so um, the first mirrorless camera that I bought is the one that I'm using right now, and it's the Canon M50. Nice. And I say it's the first, it's the only. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I have, um, I bought uh, three different lenses, the Sigma Trio with mm-hmm. the, they're all F1.4, um, you know, the the 16, the 35, I think, and then the 50, 50, 50. So anyways, <laughs> this whole, this whole channel, this whole environment, everything is, I, I made my first YouTube video with my first upload you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have a background in this uh, i draw blueprints for a living so like I, i'm i'm familiar with computers and i pick things up pretty quick mm-hmm. you know so like um i definitely got to learn hands-on you know so um i you know I, i'm i'm i love being a student of the game you know that's a fantastic camera. There, that camera's no joke. That's what I started with. That's yeah. a fantastic camera. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I've logged I've log, anything that you can tell is not a GoPro on my channel <laughs> is is shot with this with this Canon. So, you know, like I'll throw, you know, I like experimenting. You know, I'll put ND filters on there and I'll see how that works. And you know, oh, you know, I need to run the the the, the f stop up some if I'm going to have an ND filter and if I'm going to be in the bright sun. You know, it's just like. There's just so many moving parts and it's frustrating as hell, but it's also really satisfying when you get mm-hmm. a shot dialed in, you know? Um, so yeah, uh, I am a gear head, I guess you could say. I'm just, I'm a nerd when it comes to things like this. I got to know what, why things work the way that they do. Um, so like I've got, um, people call me a perfectionist. I don't believe that. I think most perfectionists don't, but I don't believe that I'm a perfectionist. I just, I just want it to be right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, so um, <laughs> I, I don't have, it doesn't sound as maddening as you say it that way. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a problem with putting out um, something, you, you, you know, that, that isn't quite up the muster mm-hmm. as I'm learning as I'm putting stuff together and figuring stuff out. Like, like right now, my big problem, and I think where the problem lies is in the um, in the codec or the um, that part of the the processing when it goes into Premiere, because I'm I like all the GoPro footage that I have, I'm just like it, it's just as good if not better than a lot of bigger vloggers, you know. But I can't get past how it looks. I, I'm just not satisfied with it. It's like. Like this picture right now, I'm very satisfied with it, and I'm I'm this close to mounting one of these bitches on my bike. <laughs> so I'm like, I, the, you know that that grainy whatever that you get in an action camera. You know, it's like I think it has something to do with the way that it's processed in post. You know, I think I'm not 100 percent sure because it looks better on my computer. It's, it's funny to me. I don't know if you follow the Five Dirty Bikers or Tony Cox, but he made a comment to me, and I thought it was hysterical because I totally got. It. He's like. Every camera phone seems super clear until you bust out your camera. And then you're like, oh, that's what a picture is supposed to look like. Yes. Yes. I feel like the GoPro is one of those things where it's it works. 
Yeah. But it's kind of like the cell phone, right? It's good until you put it up against a full frame digital mirrorless camera yep. or, you know, an M50, because especially if you're using primes, like that thing smokes. Yes. I mean, I've shot videos that I've put up on Instagram and people are like, what phone are you using? I'm like, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real camera. And it's funny because I grew up in the day and age where that was king, right? Like if you had an SLR, that was king. There was yeah. nothing compared to it. And you get so spoiled by like the, yeah, the, the GoPro is always like one of those hit or miss things. Like it works and it's convenient, but it's not, it's never what not, you need it to be. It's not the quality that you're looking for, you know? And yeah. I'm like, that I'm looking for, you know? So it's like, you know, I, I've got, I've got kind of a big problem with my channel. And that is this, I have kind of tested the waters and a couple of different things. Um, mainly because I feel like I want to dial in my settings. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm putting content out there. I don't have a direction really. It's kind of, um, you know, very nicely put together rambling, you know, uh, I'm, I'm kind of, I identify as an introvert. So like, I'm not really good at, you know, being the life of the party. My buddy's salty. He, you know, you put a camera in his face and he's like, Oh, Hey, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I got to think about shit. I'm like, okay, all right. What, what, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? You know? And, and I also feel like there's nothing worth filming when it comes to me. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants to know that I'm standing in front of this waffle house, you know, nobody, you know, it's like, anyways, so that's a problem in itself. But the, the big thing for me is, is like, I'm learning what all the buttons do and I'm pulling all the levers and I'm trying to figure this thing out. I do I'm getting, I'm getting my feet under me. Like I was said before, um, 2018 till now has probably been the most turbulence in my life. And so it's like, once one thing starts to get going to get going, then I'm like, I got six other things I got to deal with, you know? And, you know, I'm not poor me. I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find balance, you know? So, um, sure. right now, part of my turbulence is all my camera gear with the exception of this camera and this one lens is in Arizona, oh. <laughs> including all my microphones and, and everything. Cause whenever we set out, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to need. I don't know what I'm not going to need. Take I'm going to take all. everything I own <laughs> that way. I know I'm safe, you know, and sure as hell, I got two days into the trip. All my stuff's in Arizona. I came home. What's really funny. What's hysterical is, this Canon M50 that I'm on right now, uh, I have this 18 millimeter or the 16 millimeter Sigma on it. Um, I had it on this Joby tri uh, tripod with this shotgun mic, mm -hmm. and I had three batteries. I got home, and I had no way to charge those batteries. <laughs> so I was like. What the hell, man? Well, now what am I going to do? Luckily, I had a spare. I'm not even going to why, but I had a spare uh, power converter for the battery. I, of course, I took one with me. Where am I going to plug that in, right? The dirt? I mean, why would I take that? I took everything, you know, just in case. So now I come back here. I luckily had bought two by accident, and I didn't send one back. And so I was like, oh, yeah. So that's the only reason we're having this right now. And it's not on my phone. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, yeah man, but I'm a gearhead. I like, you know, gadgets and gadgets and, and all this stuff. I like, you know, I like, I, I love conveniences. You know what I mean? I, I love writing. 
and um, I want to have both. You know, I, I, hey man, you're gonna ride from coast to coast on a chopper, hardtail, what you know, whatever rigid frame. Hey man, I'm not gonna take nothing away from you. I'm not gonna do that. I want a map in front of me that tells me where I'm at. Tells you know, I know where I'm going. I got a plan. Uh, you know, cruise control. I, I, I need these things. This is this is what kind of a biker I am. You know, sure. <laughs> so um, it is overwhelming the gear, right? Because it's just like you got all this stuff, and it does all these things. You know, Salty's killing it. He's doing a great job, and he's doing it with his iPhone. You know, well, you, and that's the thing too. I don't, I don't know how it is for you. I mean, you've got three prime lenses, but. I find like the more equipment you have, sometimes the more lost you get into what you need, you know, and it's, I mean, most of my YouTube videos are shot on one zoom lens and then the other stuff is, you know, just whatever, like this lens. But I feel like sometimes that's the downfall. Smitty's the perfect example of that he edits on his iPad. Mm-hmm. I thought he was kidding me when he told me that. I'm like that, and he's like, "Don't make fun of me." I'm like, "Dude, that's got to be the coolest, purest thing I've ever heard." Like, you're not, you're not getting lost in needing Premiere Pro and eighty gazillion gigs of RAM and storage. You know, yeah. it's yeah. I mean, I'm definitely in this at this point in the game for way different reasons. You sure. know what I mean? And we have all got our reasons, and I'm not going to get into who's right or wrong. You know, they're your reasons, whatever. You know, but you know, if you want to be, if you want to last on YouTube, you definitely, it's content first. You've got mm-hmm. to have content and people that are not lost in the gear, like salty and Schmitty and, you know, hell's on two wheels. These guys, they're not lost on, you know, Hey, what camera should I get? What, you know, what, you know, all this, they're just having a great time and they put something up in front of their face. that's recording it. That is going to make you last on YouTube. I feel, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I would like to get to that at some point, but like right now I'm so obsessed and not in an unhealthy way. I'm just no, I'm so get fascinated. It. That's a better word. I'm fascinated in what makes this work. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. uh, the worst is, and in, in, I mean, I see this at work all the time. You'll sit in a meeting and you'll be like, you'll call something out and people will be like, what are you even talking about? I don't see that. And I'm like, how do you not see that? How do you not hear that? And they're like, I have no idea what you mean. And I'm like, all right, so I'm either nuts, which is possible, yeah. or, or I'm sweating over stuff that ain't nobody seeing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it, yeah, probably a little of both, right? <laughs> you look at your analytics and somebody's watching it on their iPhone. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm watching thing. it on my brand new TV going, this looks like crap. That <laughs> 80-inch TV up on the wall and you're like this close to it. You're like, is that a pixel? Is that pixel off? Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody so, yeah, notice that it, mustache hair? It's off. Reshoot it, reshoot it. I got to little comb this out. <laughs> and it, but it's, yeah. I think that's the creative sickness, right? You wanna, you wanna make it better, but at some level, at at some point, you're only making it better for yourself because there's like three people in the world that might notice it. Yes, I'll give you. <laughs> and none of them are gonna reach out and tell you that. <laughs> you know who Marquez Brownlee is? Mm-mm. He's a really famous YouTuber for. Um, he does a lot of tech reviews, tech, you know, he's a okay. real tall kid. I think he just graduated college. Anyways, he's killing it. Anything you want to know about an, uh, about a phone, you're going to come across this kid. Okay. So, you know, he, he, and so like, he's, um, you know, he's got to interview awesome people, Bill Gates, uh, Elon Musk, you know, he's, 
I, I'm, I, that guy doesn't even know who I am. And I'm, I'm like, I'm proud of him. You know, I'm like, you know, that's so awesome. Anyways, anyways, I digress. So he shoots his YouTube videos in 8K. <clears throat> Peter McKinnon or Casey Neistat, uh, one of those two guys, I think it was Peter McKinnon, says, Bro, what am I missing? Why are you doing this in 8K? You can't even upload in 8K. What is your problem you know and and he said he goes there's just that that little bit that matters to me that nobody else will see but me and that's why i do it yeah and 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 there's the we just got a 4k tv last week and and i fired up now i posted a lot of my videos in 4k just sort of future-proof myself in a sense but when you look at it you're like wow, that's amazing. And I'm thinking there's probably nobody else that's even watching this in this kind of content, you know, in a dark room with a yeah. calibrated television. <laughs> a lot of but people don't even know you probably calibrated TV. <laughs> that's, the, that's the part of the sickness that's so... It's fun and it's sad at the same time, you know? It's like... You you can you can see if you're into it the difference if you follow Whit Mesa she's got an amazing set of Canon lenses and her work is brilliant mm-hmm. and you watch some of her live streams I'm like oh that's what a thirty five one two nobody else knows that nobody else is even paying attention to it you know but it's like but it's the sickness of that once you see it you can't unsee it yes you know it, it's kind of like with the motorcycle once you. Once you've had premium suspension, once you've had premium shocks, once you've had custom bars, there's no going back. No, nope. it's nope. like people that tell me, "Oh, they ride an HJC helmet." There's nothing wrong with an HJC helmet. Nothing yeah. wrong at all. But the minute you put on a Schubert or a Showy, you're done. It's game over. I, you're never going back. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You, you talk about the helmet thing. I got a Showy, and it has the buckle clasp. <laughs> Apparently, not all Showies have that. I guess. Okay. I didn't realize it'd been it'd been forever since I had actually. I grew up on a motorcycle. I rode a lot of years on a motorcycle. Never wore a helmet. Never could get them comfortable. Never fit right. I just always hated them. Blah blah blah. Anyways, I got on my 04. My brother was adamant. He's like, "Let's just go try some on." Went and tried some on. Yep, same thing. I remember. I hate it. Not doing it. Not wearing. He says um, the the sales guy. He goes, um, "Have you ever tried a modular?" I'm like, "I don't know what that is." He says, "Modular helmet." I was like, no, I, no, it's, does it make the hole bigger? And he goes, well, yeah, actually. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? So he's like, well, put this on. It's a modular. The front opens up. I put it on. And I was like, I want this one. <laughs> I want this one right here. So, but anyways, they, the, the clasp, right. They, they, they just, it's like a, you know, click, click, click. Mm-hmm. It's, it's done. I thought, I thought that, you know, like I said, it'd been, been forever. So like when I bought that helmet, you know, my brother was telling me, you know, they got Bluetooth and they got all these bells and whistles and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's a hell- really awesome. You know, so, you know, we come out of there at a thousand dollars and I was just like, wow, you know, so I got this helmet and I got all this stuff and all this gear. And I just thought that all helmets were like that. I, I just thought that they all had the, the clip, the, the class thing like that. And then most of them come with Bluetooth of some sort. I, I just thought the visor thing was a common. I just thought that the helmet that I got, Neotech 2, was it. I thought everybody had that. So then when I found out that they don't was not too long ago because I was looking for a replacement because my helmet's in Arkansas or Arizona. Oh yeah. So I was like, I just need a sub $300 helmet to get me. Uh, 
I'm doing this pup run for, with Salty this Sunday. And so my bike is in Arizona and I'm like, I'm not missing this. He's put a lot of work into this. Sure um, has. I, 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 you know, like I've been promoting it as best as that I can. And I really don't do that. I, I just, you know, but I'm, I'm really excited for him. It's for a good cause. Um, and so I was like, I am not missing this. So I rented a Harley and I've already paid for it. And it's, I got to go pick it up on Friday. And since they're not open on whatever day I, I got, I have to, I, Oh, Harley. <laughs> oh man. And so if you're listening, there's rental. a sponsorship deal right here. <laughs> Call so, him. <laughs> yeah. I have to have a two day rental because they're not open on either the day I'm picking it up or the day I'm taking it back. I forget which one, but I'm like, I shouldn't have to have an any day rental, but I digress. So my $250 a day rental just went to 500 bucks. Anyways, not missing my buddy's event. And so I'm like, I just need a, I just need a, you know, it was as I put down my non-refundable uh, rental that I realized I didn't have a helmet or a GoPro or any riding gear or hell anything because it's in Arizona. But um, I was like, I just need a helmet just to get me by for the, for the, uh, for the day. Not even, not even a full 24 hours. I just need it for one one half a day of riding so my son who actually just got a he picked up a sales gig at a, a local uh, bike shop selling selling motorcycles and then so he's he's naming off all you know the well simpsons right down the road and they make a modular helmet and and uh this i was like oh cool cool so i'm looking at all these helmets i'm like what's wrong with their straps that's 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 some peasant shit what i'm not putting that on my head <laughs> talk about not going back <laughs> everybody makes fun of me about buying a cardo you need to buy a cardo you need to buy a cardo i've got that plug-in headset on my bike i love it but yeah. i don't talk to anybody so you know but yeah it's what you get used to you, I just just, you get Cardos. spoiled at that point yeah they're, they're nice don't get me wrong they're really i nice. hope so i just bought two lexons for my um for my uh other trip so, well, and, and so like, and this is, this is the other thing about me, right? So I'm self-employed and I don't really budget anything. I just make sure that I got enough money for the employees mm -hmm. and, and my bills and stuff like that. But like, I don't, I don't really, you know, like when it comes to me, like I, I don't, you know, I ride, you know, I, I, that's it. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, hey, I wonder if this will work. Amazon, da, 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 da. it's here the next day. Shit, it didn't work. Let me put that on the shelf. You know, so I, I got a bad habit of that. Anyways, so I bought a pair of these Lexans thinking something could be done that I can't. And so <laughs> instead of like sending these back and, and I, I got I, the guys that I got them from, they're like, hey, if this doesn't work out, because I kind of told them what I was up to, like, if it doesn't work out, just send them back. And I'm like, yeah, OK, cool. Appreciate it. I'm not going to send them back. You know, I, I just it's just how I am. But. The Cardos, is that how you say it? Cardo? Yeah. Uh, I believe they're going to work. So <clears throat> they, the quest they, for audio, man, the quest for audio. <laughs> they they are sweet. There's no doubt about it. We, um, I just find though that we, I don't ride with anybody. Or if I do, they don't have Cardos. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, eh, you know. 
sometimes there's a lot to be said for just not hearing anything. Well, yeah, I mean, you can still use them like a regular. So like I have a Senna 10C Pro on my, mm-hmm. you know, and then um, you can you can hook up non-brands, you know, through regular intercom. It's just the mesh, I think, that is brand specific. Is that right? I think so, but I may be lying. I just, I find that most of the times it's me and my wife and we ride by ourselves and the few people that I ride with generally don't have headsets. And it's funny, like I'll go to a meetup or I'm going to a meetup in September and people are like, oh, you need a car. I'm like, no, no, I I really don't. Not really. (laughs) I don't really want to hear you talk to me. I don't, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. I I like the wind in my ears and just, that's my, that's my peace time. Yeah. You know, and actually there's... Let's see. Um, we did. Uh, we do. Tr- we do. Fre- we frequently do pretty long trips. So, um, oftentimes, like let's just say I'm riding for three days. Oftentimes, out of three days of riding, I might, I might listen to about three hours combined total of music. Otherwise, otherwise, it's just all I hear is the wind. You know, see the music I like, I just, I, I've had comms before and I felt like it just sort of took away from the experience. Like I like that I can talk to my wife because obviously that's for a safety thing. She's on the back. Sure. But <laughs> my buddy, we went down to, uh, I was riding my buddy, Mike in Maryland a couple weeks ago and he has a, I guess it's a Cardo, but you can't attach it to anything. It's like an old school Cardo. Hmm. And he's like, Oh, you know, I won't be able to talk to you. Just yeah. behind him, following him. I'm like, this is great, man. There's nobody telling me like, oh, there's a squirrel here. There's a you know bug yeah. there. We're just we're just riding, you know. It's it's a lot to be said for being disconnected. So, so yeah, like our group, right? We, I mean, all four of us have the ability to talk to anybody in the group, and that's nice. Um, but more 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 often than not, what happens is this. My brother, who often plays the road, always plays the road cap role, role, um, it c- kind of begrudge like he, like he doesn't want that role. We're just like, Hey, where are we going to go? <laughs> so, you know, kicking and screaming, he plays that role. But, uh, oftentimes what will happen is, is, um, you know, he'll be in front or something like that. And then, you know, he'll, he'll wave us, you know, wave me forward and then I'll get up next to him. I'm like, what, you know, and then we start signing back and forth and I'm like, we got Bluetooth, man. What do you want? You know, it's weird that you say that too. I I was hell bent, hell bent on the idea of putting my phone on my dash on my handlebars. Uh, oh, I can't see for my height being like six two, six three in boots. I can't see the GPS on my bike unless I look down a little bit because I wear a full face. I put the phone on there and I was like. All right, this is pretty cool. I can talk to you know, I can talk to Siri and Siri can do stuff. But then it's like, yeah, but you know what? Like getting lost is kind of fun. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's where all the good stuff is. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with either. You know, I, I I was really adamant about not having my phone on my handlebars until um until this recent trip. So like, I had a I had a, a magnet with a with a the freak mount magnet, um, that I put my phone in mm-hmm. worked really well. Um, and it, it, it served the purpose that I needed to serve. I needed to be able to access my phone, um, occasionally for stuff that's going on, you know, whether it be recording or whatever, you know? Sure. 
And then so like, okay, that works fine, right? But now, now with the um, improvement of technology, shit seems to work less and less, right? So like, I, I don't know. I, 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 anyways, for this trip, I got a mount for my handlebars. That's a like, it's a quick, it's a quick release clamp. So like, you can put it on, put it off. And I was like, oh, that's nice. That's you know. So like I'm experimenting with a couple things and they all kind of revolve around access from my phone. I don't want to be jacking around on my phone while I'm riding. Sure. But whenever I record and there's specific things that I'm trying to record, having my phone at this level instead of this level is a whole lot nicer, you know? Oh, absolutely. Cause you can just kind of pop your eyes over at a glance. Well, and you can even just kind of look in your peripheral and see, okay, this app isn't working right. Mm -hmm. Something's not right or something stopped working or whatever the hell. So I, I don't, I don't know that that's a fine line for me too. You know, like I don't want to get into, you know, you know, being, there's a lot of serenity riding your bike with no gadgets, gadgets, no nothing. Just all you hear is the motor, hopefully. And, uh, uh, you know, going down the road, but you know, come you know the the modern stuff you know there's some conveniences that you know you you like to have and the map on the the harley right so like i come off an 04 no bells and whistles on an 04 especially compared to now you know and so like when i test drove the the road glide in college station the guy says hey do you want me to show you how this works and i said I, I want you to show me how to turn it off <laughs> you know right now it's a distraction and it's freaking me out you know <laughs> the radio was blaring and shit i was like where's the volume button you know so <laughs> Um, the, I don't know, the, the whole, oh, I lost my train of thought. The, that whole, that whole map deal, it, it's, that's the only thing that I really look at in the whole infotainment center. And it's not so that I can find out where I'm going more as to see what's coming up. Sure. You know what I mean? So like, um, you know, and my son, when he got onto the road, when he got onto his 2016 road glide, the um, the navigation, the whole boom infotainment center or whatever is lackluster, you know, but it shows a map and it shows it updating correctly. Pretty, you know, pretty good. And he was like, it's so nice to be able to come up a hill and know that when you get to the top where you can see again, there's going to be a left hand turn. That's, that's sure. nice knowing that before you get there. And that's, that's, about 90% of what I use my boom system for, you know, the, the navigation, all that stuff. Occasionally I'll program rides into it. Harley's got a ways to go on that before it's really yeah. polished. But, um, but as far as like an accurate map of where you're at, you're generally pretty right on, you know? And, uh, I mean, I haven't really had any problems as far as that goes. So anyways, anyways. that's fair. <laughs> so I guess as we wrap it up, where would, so do you have anything coming up for your channel? I know we have the pup run coming up on Saturday or is that Sunday? Sunday, this Sunday, Sunday. June 6th. Um, no, is yeah. it you're leading a ride and meeting Smitty or Smitty's leading his own ride? There's all kinds of stuff going on. It seems, sounds huge. Yeah. So yeah, I'm in San Antonio. Those guys are out in Houston. So okay. it's about a three, it's, it's about a three hour ride for me. Um, so um occasionally i'll let people know hey i'm you know we're doing this uh there's this thing local called the motorcycle grand tour of texas 
And, um, you know, like occasionally I'll say, Hey, this weekend, me and my brother are going to go do this. We're going to go hit up these stops. Sometimes people will tag along. Sometimes they won't, you know? So, um, so I threw it out there and I'm just like, Hey, look, this thing is going down on Sunday. I'm going to meet at this place at, um, you know, I'm going to be at the loves, uh, truck stop in Seguin. I'm leaving mm-hmm. at 6 AM. Uh, I'm leaving at 6 AM. If you want to ride with me, I'm going <laughs> be there. Yeah. And by 6 a.m., I really mean about 6.15. But anyway, yeah. So um, I'm going to ride out to meet Smitty because Smitty's putting on a ride um, to Woodlands. So okay, uh, this will be actually the first time that he and I have met in person. So um, I got in touch with Salty and I was like, hey, bro, what do you, you know, what's your day look like on Sunday? And he's like, I'm going to do this and this and this. And I was like, okay, all right, well. I'm probably going to go past you and I'm going to meet up with, with, with Smitty and then, you know, hook up with his crew. And then we're going to ride out and meet you guys. That's awesome. It's the idea of going to the coast. I'm in San Antonio. The coast for us is Corpus few hour drive, fair drive. You know, the idea of getting in the truck, loading up and going down there is just mind numbing to me. I can't Mm -hmm. stand it. I, I, I mean, I've got a really nice truck especially now that it's been returned after it was stolen. Um, I, I, you know, I have nice things. I, I, I you know, I like being in my truck. I like, I hate driving. I, yeah. I just don't want to, I don't want to drive, you know, the idea of getting on my bike and riding to the coast. I love it. I'm like, I can do this every day. I could have a job at the coast if I rode there every day, you That's know? Awesome. So the idea of, I mean, and some people are like, Dude, you're crazy. You're going to ride out to Houston, which is three hours. You're going to spend a day of riding, and then you're going to ride back the same day? I'm like, yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and that sounds excessive, and I guess maybe it is. But for me, on a motorcycle, it ain't. It's just yeah. like... It's, just it's amazing how distant, how the distance is different on a motorcycle. A motorcycle, oh, it's, it's like, oh, bring it. Car, no you're like... Oh. It's no comparison. Sure you know that's awesome and so we're supposed to get a little bit of rain hopefully it will subside by the time we get there by the time sunday gets here rather but rain or shine man i'm going you know that's awesome it's it's not something that i I don't know anything that you can accurately compare riding a motorcycle to i think it's great that the community has brought you guys together too i think that that's great i made so many great friends from just riding a motorcycle on youtube it's fantastic so yeah um um denver woods the v twin pocket like he's one he, he was one of my first good buddies that i met online you know and he's you know, a we, stand-up guy yeah man I, and like he lives he lives up there man he lives way out there and i mean I know our paths are going to cross, you know, I mean, like I'm going to be on, I mean, the whole world, the whole country, rather the United States just got so much smaller, you know, whenever you start planning stuff on how many tanks of gas it takes to get there, you know, I'm like, Oh, that's just, that's a tank. That's a tank of gas. That's two tanks of gas. That's, that's a weekend. You know, I, it, it amazes me that, you know, you could talk about brand loyalty and all you want, but the people that I know that ride, it's just amazing how small the world gets. You know, like I met my buddy Mike um, for the first time. I know him through the 530 Bikers Discord. I rode like two hours to meet up with him to ride. And he's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Let's just play bikes. It's like we're kids. Let's just, <laughs> Let's uh, your bike. bike's cool. My bike's cool. Let's play bikes. You know, like. Oh, it's, yeah, man. 
it's it's really amazing to me that how small, like you said, the world has become. Like I talked to Gorilla Biker in Ireland all the time. Yeah. You know, probably never going to get to Ireland, but it's just really cool to know that if I did, I'd have some. You got a friendly over there. Yeah. Well, and that's something else too. I can't tell you how many people will offer their house, you know, uh, you know, hey, if you're passing through, just, you know, give me, you know, and that's, you know, that's, that's something, you know, that's, that's really impressive. That's, that's really cool, you know. And, and it's people that genuinely mean it. Um, Whit Maze is doing that 48 state ride. Mm-hmm. And I said, there, I was like, you get through Jersey, you get through Delaware, you get through PA, you get bored, or you need something, just call me. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get you. We got yeah. you. That's what this community does. We will figure you know? something out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So awesome. I, Jason, I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I mean, you're doing solid work. I, I think it's great. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. And uh, hopefully we get this, uh, we get this Harley uh, issue resolved. I'm hoping, like I said, if everything goes, I'll be on my bike on Wednesday and I'm going to take the long way home. So hell yeah. We'll see. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, Jason, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate appreciate it, man. I really do. Thanks.